Well, today we're going to be giving our thoughts on how the pitch clock is going. Uh, JC did a poll that I missed the other day. So we'll talk about that. Uh, plus, we'll get into some hockey news um, and other stuff going on. Plus, I think today I'm going to use one of my swear cards today. Ooh. And have they been built up for a while? Uh, yeah, because I didn't use mine all of last year. So... Um, nope, and we were given one free one, I believe, for something that happened there. Yeah, the beginning of the about year. What that was. Yeah, that one didn't count. So. Yeah, something happened. We yes. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to. Which be... makes it fun because rule number one is we're not schmucks. Yep. Don't be a schmuck. That's our first. So rule. the swear card is great. Yep. Yeah. So we have. So I have <laughs> mine still from last year and the one for this year. Um. You know what? I want to begin because we haven't talked about this at all. Maybe we sh maybe we'll do this today or this week. Because in 7 days by the time of this recording, we will be ready to find out the 68 teams that will compete in this year's tournament to crown a national champion. So, what I was thinking is maybe we should do another bracket t uh, contest. I like it. Um, I think the winner should get a $50 gift card to their choosing. Yep. Uh, we'll just figure out if we need to do it on Yahoo or ESPN. <laughs> they both have uh, great apps. They do. Maybe we'll. And I mean, we'll do one for, and we'll do one for Canada, and we'll do one for the USA. And... Yep. Yeah, you could take care of the. Canadian I mean, we can side. enter both. Yeah. And then I'll take care of the U.S. side. So we'll get it sorted out, folks. But I felt like yeah. we should do that again this year. And to top it off, to top it off, it's going to be Bill and the Americans versus JC and the Canadians this year. Yeah. You know, and we will have a, we will have a side bet that me and Bill will do. So come on, you Canadians. We need to get this going this year. Come on, America. This is our tournament. I know. I know we got DK, who we doesn't know nothing about basketball, but he will enter. <laughs> I know. I know Ted will enter. Uh, Mike McPherson will enter. Probably a few others. <laughs> oh, I can probably get Jose and Justin and all of them for you to enter. There might only be three of us. Who knows? But we are strong together, the three of us Canadians. We're going to start International Civil War too. <laughs> uh, and then some lone guy, some lone guy who voted for the AL Central, 
last year for some winter. We'll get that guy there, but he'll be from like Russia, the Ukraine, or somewhere this year. Just randomly enter. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, we'll probably get it set up during the week, and you guys can enter. So yeah, and you know it's it's all fun, right? It's all. I mean, you can. I mean, last year I was in Vegas for the start of the NCAA tournament, and I ran to people that. For like these these old guys, for like forty years or whatever it was, they were going to Vegas every year to make their bets mm. as a group of friends, and then they'd go out, they'd have some drinks, or they golf, or do something. And I talked a whole bunch of different people while I was waiting in line to get my cash, my winning ticket for hockey. Oh yeah, they. I mean, it's it's a religion down there. Yeah, especially in Vegas. Pretty big. I mean, the lineup was out the door pretty much, and I got there an hour before the wicket even opened. Mm. So, you know, it was interesting to say the least. And I mean, it, it's, and everybody goes down there, they make, they make their bets fun. They have the games on the TV going like it's phenomenal. It'd be exciting. Uh, I'll have to see if my job's going to do one or not this year. I, I hope they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the perfect bracket, man. We're still have never got a perfect bracket. Have we? No, I, I, I think that's humanly impossible. Because there's always that one bracket buster that no one thinks about. Yep. I mean, St. Peter's last year, they got all the way to the Elite Eight. Yep. I mean, there's that one team that if you can identify, you are a basketball god. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, yeah, hockey brackets are easy. Baseball brackets are easy. Football brackets are easy. This has got to be the toughest bracket you will ever enter. Mm-hmm. Kind of the you most know. fun, too. Oh, it is. I mean, you're watching, you're doing your thing. I mean, we've had the college bowl brackets where you try to win, see if you can get perfect through all the college bowl games and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is tougher. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. So. All right. Um... Well, let's get into some news. Um, I talked about this with DK the other day. The hockey trade deadline has come and passed. Um, I said to DK, and I'd like to hear your opinion on this, I think the Rangers were the big winners in this, and they have pushed all of their chips in to go for the Stanley Cup. They have, the Maple Leafs have, I mean, the Maple Leafs made a huge ton of trades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Penguins, Capitals, Capitals kind of, they sent Tom Wilson to the Penguins, which was the weirdest thing I've ever saw in my life. No, Wilson's still a Capital. Oh, I thought he went to the Penguins. No. Oh, well, then I got, then I got spoofed on something. That would be great, wouldn't it? If Tom Wilson went to the Penguins... Oh my god, I'd be so ticked off. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the, the Rangers went all in for what they did. The Leafs went all in for what they did. And you're you're chasing a Boston Bruins team that has has rewritten the history book. Mm-hmm. You know. And Boston, I mean, they made a few moves here. They got Bertuzzi, 
you know, a few other moves. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, they got that defenseman from the Capitals who's got like eight points in, in like three games. Yeah, Orlov. I'll tell you what, man. The East, the East is to be a a gauntlet to get through the Stanley Cup. I mean, you know, Boston is obviously going to be the favorite when the playoffs begin, but as we have seen time and time again. It's not necessarily the best team the whole season that ends up winning it. It's the team that is at the hottest at the right time. And maybe it'll be Boston. Maybe it'll be the Rangers. Maybe it'll be Carolina coming out of the East. There's three teams that I could say, like, with confidence, one of those three could come out from the East playing for the Stanley Cup. And don't forget Toronto or Tampa Bay. Right. I mean, they're not as good as they've been, but, you know, they're the defending Eastern Conference champions three years in a row. They've won the Stanley Cup twice in a three-year period. And in the poor West, we're not giving any respect whatsoever to the Western Conference. It's kind of like the NBA where... It's like it's the Western Conference there, and then the East is just like, okay, we'll let you guys play for it, you know? So it's uh, it's a lot at this point in time. Yeah. And I, and I will say one thing. I mean, it's – I mean – if you come out of the West, you might be fresh. You might be ready to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're going to get beat up going through the East. I mean, and last night, it's obviously, you know, every year I say it, it was the Maple Leaf Senior Citizen Night in Vancouver, where they start the game at 4 p.m., so all the Maple Leaf Senior Citizens <laughs> can go to bed early <laughs> when the game's over. And every year... Vancouver wins that that game, and last night was a big example of it. You know, when that happens, they're the only team who. Oh, it's great, isn't it? And they're the only team who gets special preference for that. The only team. Whether they go Edmonton on a Saturday, Vancouver on a Saturday, they play that puck drop is five o'clock our time. Every other puck drop, 8 o'clock our time on a Saturday night at home. <laughs> and guess what, Toronto? Again, this year for the sixth time in a row with six different goaltenders, you could not beat a Vancouver team that has been terrible, has been awful. I mean, I shake my hand the way they play. Now, last night, two short-handed goals, 44 seconds. Patrick Demko, probably American goaltender for the USA in the next Olympics, standing on his head. Yeah, that's right. Senior citizen nights. You guys are sleeping by probably nine thirty Eastern. Oh <sighs> my goodness! Well, and I say it every year, don't I, on the podcast? You do. You do every year since we started. <laughs> 
I tweet it out. I Facebook it out. I get laughs. I get likes. I get people who send me threatening messages on Twitter for it. You know? Oh my but God. it's the truth. It's hilarious. You know, I'm having fun. With it's it. hilarious. It, it is, man. It... <laughs> you know? So, you know, hockey, like you said, I'll, I'll say one thing. I mean, there's a player. Now, this is the difference between hockey players and basketball players. Okay. There's a player who took a slap shot, ruptured a testicle, and finished yep. the game. Yep, I remember that. I think it was Wheeler or something from Winnipeg. In basketball, if you fall down, you you tend to stay down and get carried off because of cramps. You know, and load management. As much as we hate Brad Marchand, he said that crap can stay out of the NHL. We are not doing load management. Who is this we? Is this the royal we here? This is the royal we because think... we know what we know what load man the load management is, right? Don't you think it's it's crap? I guess. Question mark. Like, well, I'll put it this way, right? I mean, Charles Barkley said it best. He's like, you guys are getting paid $40, 50000000 million a year, and you have to sit out games? You have the best of the best. In hockey, they don't sit out. In baseball, you, unless you forego it, you can play like 21 games straight or something, mm-hmm. and then you have to have a day off. In basketball, you got people who pay dollars to go down and watch their favorite player and he doesn't play that night because he's playing in Memphis or playing in New Orleans. Is that not a detriment to the to the NBA? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, people want to see I mean when when me and DK went down for his first ever bachelor party, we watched Kobe play for the Lakers. And he wasn't saying out. I think that was one of his last years to play and he wasn't saying out. Because he was built different. Now we gotta we gotta cuddle the basketball players. I think what it is, if you don't mind me stepping in on this, mm-hmm. I think what it is is the players today, and I'm not defending them. Let me say that. I'm not defending them. You have players today that are too concerned about overplaying. Because, oh, it's an 82-game schedule. You know, we may make the playoffs. Maybe I don't want to play in New Orleans. Maybe I don't want to play in Memphis. Maybe I don't want to play in Atlanta. The thing is, and I'm not going to say all of them. I'm not even going to say a majority of them. But a lot of those players are soft today. Like... There are players today in general, and and I'm excluding those that are injured, because obviously, you know, an injury is an injury. That stuff happens. Yeah. Like, like what what happened with LeBron? That's an injury. So. Yeah. And and you don't play through it, right? I mean, it used to play through it, but we're smarter than that now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You don't play when you see 30 Tweety Birds flowing around your brain. It's just... Here you are, you know, you're going to this town, and let's say, you know, this is your favorite player. You know, your kid's favorite player. 
and you only get to go to one game a year, and it's against that team with that player. And if you're playing a back-to-back of a doubleheader and you don't feel like playing the second game, I'm like, no, mm -mm, no, you're playing. You are playing today. And I'll give you an example, or at least for me, when I played in my youth. My eighth grade uh, year, I was, uh, we, we were in a tournament. We had, if we had won the first game, we had a second game, like two, two and a half hours later. We mm-hmm. won the first game. So we all went back. You know, we went back to our homes and we rested for maybe like 30, 45 minutes, you know, get ourselves bathroom, fill up our water bottles because we had water bottles, not the, oh, we'll give them to you. Our parents paid for our water bottles. And it was green and it probably said Gatorade on there. Actually, mine was a Baltimore Orioles one, but that was back when the Orioles sucked. But anyway. (laughs) Was it, okay, was it? Was it given away during like a, a giveaway night? No, 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 no. This was like oh, ninety nine, two thousand. Like they hadn't really sucked, but they were getting into the decline. So we come back to play a game like two hours later. We all came back. Not one of us did not play that second game. We were 7th and 8th graders. And we came back. You can't tell me that a bunch of 20 and 30 year old basketball players who get paid millions of dollars can't come back or can't play two games back to back in a row on the road. I'm sorry. That's it's unexcusable. It's unacceptable. It really is. And I mean, it's so bad now because Ashley said you have to play a certain amount of games to be even nominated for an award. I mean, and and you made a good point with baseball. You know, because with, with baseball, you're in a town for three or four days, depending on how long the series is. And maybe you do take a day off. Okay, that's fine. You know, it's not the end of the world for, you know, the the person. Because if I go on that series, I'm going to see Vladdy Jr. play for three of the four games, right? I'm going to see Bobachev play for three of the four games. You know, I might miss a starting pitcher because he pitched the game before that four-game series. But, you know, I'm going to see them all. and, And hockey gets a pass because of how physically demanding it is. And the same with football. Football gets such a huge pass because of how physically demanding the game is. Yep. Basketball, on the but other it... hand, I'm sorry, you do not get a pass. Charles Barkley is absolutely right. The players today are just soft. S-A-W-F-T, soft. And I know I spelled it wrong, so shut up. <laughs> No, they are. They are. You know, if I were to put a basketball team together, I'd have the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, the Michelin Man, 
because they're even tougher than the basketball players and they're built to be soft. So don't tell me that these guys today that they have to cry and whine, they need a day off. No, you don't. Hell, you know what? How would you just, how would you, if you were to go to work tomorrow or say, you know what? I ain't coming in. This is a back to back. I'm going to take the day off. Oh, there's no way. You'd be fired. I don't, yeah. You know what? I'll give I'll give you, know? you an even better example. I'll give you a better example. My nephew, my thirteen year old nephew who plays sports, he played his last game of the year last week. Was not feeling good. He played the freaking game. He won the tip off, got some points. 13 years old has a better work ethic on the field than a, or on the court than a lot of the NBA players today. And he wasn't 100%. He had, you know, the stomach bug yeah. and he played his butt off. So you're yeah. going so you're going to tell me and by the way this is not my rant. It's just JC kind of got me going on this one. <laughs> so thanks a lot JC. No, here's my thing. If a bunch of 13-year-old kids and one of them is physically not a hundred percent can play through the sickness and these multi-million dollar basketball players need rest, I'm sorry. I'd rather watch the 13-year-old boys and girls play the game. And they don't have to do it. They don't have to do it. I mean, does it get to the point where the NBA... I mean, okay, if the NBA's got a problem with it, then don't do back-to-backs. Game, day off. Game, day off. Yeah. Game, day off. Or three and four or four and five, right? Mm-hmm. Don't do it. But you know what? That just makes you more softer because in, in hockey, they'll play three games and four nights. Guys getting puck shot at them. Run over. Fights. High sticks. Getting teeth knocked out. And back on it. And you know what? I'm gonna yeah. do, I'm gonna do one more example because we we probably are gonna have to move on from this at some point. Otherwise, oh, we're gonna be talking about this the rest of the day. But it's a big topic, isn't it? I mean, you know, you look at today's society; it is a big topic for it is that sport. Like, okay, for the millions that they get. So, all right. Actually, I'm gonna go back to my job real quick. Because JC knows that I started a new job back in December. Do you know? Yep. Do you know how many days off I've taken since I started this new job? Take a guess. Probably a couple. Zero. Oh. I have not. I mean, it's a, it's Monday through Friday. I shouldn't say it's like a yes. seven. It's Monday through Friday. I have not taken one day off yet i dealt with a cold a few weeks ago and i still came into work yeah but anyway the, the other thing i was going to say was and this one i kind of understand until you know it happened a few years ago with horse racing and the triple crown because for the longest time the conversation was, oh, we should spread the Triple Crown out. Is like, we should have the first race 
the, the, the first Saturday in May and then have yep. the second race be Memorial Day weekend and then have the third race be the weekend of the 4th of July. Well, we've had two Triple Crown winners within the last seven and a half years. Do you hear that conversation going on anymore? Because I don't. That conversation is mm. done. And and I would have respected that because they are animals. They're thoroughbred horses. But we had two Triple Crown winners in the last seven and a half years. So I think that goes to show you that, hey, that could still be done. Yep. And there's a million examples of how it how it is. You know? So what we're saying on the JC and Bill Sportscast is take off your panties, put on your shorts, play basketball for 82 games. And until you do that, you are not the GOAT. You're not the greatest of all time. Don't care. Because they played back in the day, and it was a more physical game back in the day. Jordan played the NBA Finals with a stomach bug. Yeah. Still dominated that game. And dropped, what, 40 or 50 points? Yeah. And we're still having this conversation of who is the greatest of all time? Yeah, no, no, we can't do that. You know, uh, hockey, yes, you can, because those players today are still taking the same amount of punishment as they were back then. They might not get the head shots as much as they did back then. Well, I but mean, they're still that, that, that's, hit. you know, that's for, thankfully, they're not doing that as much anymore. No, so. and, you know, but they're still in the same physicality of the game. You're still getting run over. You're still blocking. They block more shots today than they did back 20, 30 years ago. Right. Right. Wayne Gretzky's not blocking a shot. And I tell him, get the hell out of the way if you're going to score 200 points a year. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? But, I mean, you take a 102-mile-per-hour puck to the shins, that's going to hurt. Okay, so basically, folks, what JC and I are saying, in agreeance, 13-year-old kids, thoroughbred horses, hockey players, and baseball players are tougher athletes than basketball players. Yep. No, actually, you know what? Let me take that back. You know who who gets uh, you know who's going to be tougher than NBA players? College basketball players, because you got tournaments coming up, and these kids are going to be playing three, four games in a week. Yep. Women's soccer is tougher than men's NBA basketball. Yep. Not men's soccer because they flop around like they've been shot. But women's soccer is tougher. Yeah. You know. How do we go off topic? And we don't even talk about basketball on the show. Oh, but we're going, or at least I'm going to in a moment. <laughs> because. Oh, and I think I know where this one's going. Because for the first time in a year. Well over a year. I am using the first of my two curse cards. Because we each get one for the new year when the year begins. I, for some reason, did not swear at all in 2022 on this show. I don't think, and I don't think, I think, what, uh, four or five swear cards still? Yeah, you used one last year. I remember that. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, the okay, 
this is going to combine, I think, two into one on this one. Um, this first one, or this first bit I'm going to talk about, not a lot of people probably know about. So, there's a former football player, NFL player, named Zach Stacy, who recently was found guilty of abusing his girlfriend. Do you want to know how much jail time he's serving for that? Uh, what, 10, 13 years? Six months. No. Six months. For smacking his girlfriend around. Or... Oh, it was more than smacking because a reporter posted on Twitter the video of Zach Stacy beating the shit out of his girlfriend in their home. And I mean beating the shit out of her. And she's like, oh, he's not that bad of a person. No, honey. No, 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 no. You need to get your ass out of there with your kids. Just because he's going away for six months doesn't mean he's going to do it again. You need to get out of there before you end up becoming another name on this long list of women who have been killed by abusers. I wish I had the video so I could show you it myself, JC, but I, I, I don't right now. But I saw it. And we've said on this show, you beat up a woman... You lose our respect. It's unacceptable. And you know what? You you do not lose your swear card for that. Well, I am going to lose the other one. I'll say that right now. Okay, well, you still have two because that one, and I do totally agree on that, right? If you want to be a man, you do not smack a woman at all. And you know what? I mean, he should go away for a lot longer than that. And like you said, if he did beat the... And I'll say it, if he did beat the shit out of him, out of her, sorry, then you know what? Bye-bye. I mean, here, okay, here's my thing, though. If you do, like, if you do one time, like, if, if it's just, like, a, you know, like, on the cheek, and you never do it again, I'm okay with that. Because, you know, we all get angry at times. We all have our boiling point. But when you consistently beat up a person, because it could go the other way too. A woman could beat the shit out of a man too. Let's not forget that. Well, it has happened, right? And everyone, you know, I mean, domestic abuse, no men, men don't talk about it if they get beat up by their wives or their girlfriends or mistresses or whatever, Right. right? Right. But still, you know, you, you, you lose respect as a person. As a human being, you're you're almost as bad. You're like one level above, like pedophiles and child abusers. You're one step above, and it's not by much. Which, no. oh by the way, I am so glad that the mayor of College Park was arrested this week on fifty-six counts of child pornography. That's right. You heard it right. 56 counts of child pornography. Piece of crap. Like, how, you know, it's, 
It amazes me. And then people say, oh, it's a disease. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's not. And I mean, and you work with, with children and kids, right? I, I and you, worked, yeah, for 18 years. Yes. And it's not a disease. It's not anything like that. And, and I know Bill. And Bill, and I will use my smart card for this one, would beat the shit out of some father or mother who would put his, their into that situation. Yep. I, I'd have jumped. In the 18 years that he worked. I'd have jumped in a heartbeat. I, yeah, and I guarantee you because, you know, again, on this show we say don't be smug, but we have other rules. There's no domestic abuse. There's no child exploitation. There's no human trafficking. You know? Yeah, some of our listeners like to do drugs. Well, whatever. Enjoy. As long like if you're, you know? you're doing marijuana, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's it's the harder stuff that I worry about. But that's another discussion yeah. for another day. Yes. So meanwhile, here's Ja Morant becoming one of the more popular stars in the NBA. And he's a really good basketball player. Like I, I, like I told a couple people, I don't watch the NBA, but I do keep my eye on it. Oh, great he, basketball player. And played a, in Memphis. Yeah. Look at what he's doing for the Grizzlies. They're at the top of the Western Conference. So within a week... Within a week, we get a report that he beat a kid 12 to 13 times while playing basketball. You know, a at his house. Game, at his house. And then pulled a gun on the kid. And his dad, who, again, I, I, I have respect for the dad, especially after what happened with Shannon Sharp a month ago. Is like, you might want to leave. So, again, I, I have no problem with the dad. Then, over the weekend, John Morant, on his Instagram account, live, by the way, shows a gun. What are they thinking? What the hell are you thinking? You have a fan base. You have millions of people that follow you, support you. You have kids looking up to you. What kind of dumb bullshit are you doing? You're ruining your career by doing this. You don't post stuff like this on social media because it comes back to bite you in the ass. This is the thing. This is the problem with... And I don't want to sound like an old folk, but I am. This is the problem with young people today. They don't, they don't accept the consequences. He could have been suspended for this. He's missing two games. He could be suspended yeah, for he, this. He could be. He internally got suspended. He could be ruining his career. He could be ruining his life. Why? Oh, because I got a gun. I'm gonna show it off on Instagram, dude. You're bullshitting me. You're absolutely bullshitting me. What were they thinking? You know, it's like the whole idea, the whole idea of social media is just gone off the rails. It is not what it was meant to be now. Social media, when it first began, 
the MySpace, Facebook, Twitter. It was meant to interact with people. Now we're living in a society today where you can curse people out because you don't agree with them. You could call them derogatory names and then the person may hurt themselves, but you're not going to pay the consequence for it. And you could show your gun and not have any consequences paid. No, this is not how society works. The young people today need to learn that you cannot do this shit. You cannot show a live video of yourself with a gun. No, we've had so many murders you know, in the United States, and I'm sure in Canada, not nearly as much here in Canada as in the United States. And you're going out in clubs and you're showing a gun. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're being a freaking moron. That's what you're doing. I mean, you your whole career could be gone because of this. Your whole career. And then... And then, I'm, and then I'm going to mention one other thing. It's not sports related, but it's kind of related to this topic. Cardi B. I don't get the popularity with her. I really don't. She does that one song, WAP, which I'm not going to say what it stands for, because I think if I do, JC will, like, his ears will be hurt forever. She well, you on- can say it because you, 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 you've used your, which I will say right now, if you're using a swear card on basketball, on basketball player, again, that thing gets a pass. Okay. So, it means wet-ass pussy. Or if you listen to the kids' bop version, wings and pizza. But anyway, she went on Instagram. I like wings and pizza. <laughs> she went on Instagram a few years ago, and she did a live video. And she admitted to drugging somebody while she was working in a club in New York City and stole the money. The guy never pressed charges. Uh, I'm sorry. She confessed to a crime. And what happens to her? Oh, she gets movies. She gets a meal named after her at McDonald's. No, F her. She could go, she could go jump off the Brooklyn Bridge for all I care. This is who we're looking up to today? No, screw them. Screw all of them. And I hope John Morant learns from this mistake, doesn't do it again, because if he does it again, he's not going to learn. So, Ja, just keep your gun in your home. We don't need to see your freaking gun. I don't care if you got one or not. Just don't put it up on social media. Oh, and, and fuck Zach Stacy too. There. My rant is done. I totally agree with the whole situation that you just said. Because I'll say nothing more pisses me off than an abuser. I mean, we saw Kareem Hunt do what he did. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Stacy video, and I might not never see it. But maybe I should just to see how much I'll be even more pissed off about it. You know, mm-hmm. Jay Moran, you got to get better friends. I'm going to say that right now. Stop hanging out with what you're doing. 
go hang out with the nerds and the geeks and play computer games and video games and all that stuff. You, nothing bad happens till you leave after midnight. That's when stuff happens. He is you know? 23. He'll be 24 this August. Yeah. And he might not. I mean, like you said, if he does again, he might never play another game in his life. I mean, look at baseball. Mike Trout. Have you ever heard anything bad about Mike Trout? Nope. Bryce Hopper, Harper. Nope. Haven't heard anything bad about him. Okay. Hockey. Sidney Crosby. I mean, as much as I hate the guy, no, I haven't. Yeah. Connor McDavid. Nope. You know, let's go to football. Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Right. Josh Allen. Those guys. Those are the guys. If you want to look up someone, you look up to. You know, those are the ones who show it, who do it. I mean, I Steph love Curry. Russell Wilson and Dow. Steph yes. Curry. Steph Another Curry. Perfect example. Yep. You know, it's those are the guys. I mean, hell man, Trayman Green's got a podcast I listen to. And that guy goes off the rails. But at least he admits but he's not showing it. But at least he admits to his yeah. mistakes. He owns yeah. up to it. And he, and he calls out other players. You know, there's just something about today's athlete, and it's only one sport that gets the most privilege. You know, I mean, we want to talk NFL, Jalen Carter. Does he get drafted in the top five after being charged for reckless driving for racing two people dying? We'll have to wait and see. You know, yeah, he's a stud on the field. We'll see what happens. I mean, th- th- does he have that? That's the other thing. Does he have a history of stuff like this? We don't know. I Is mean, it- I'll put an example out there. I'll put an example out for for abuse. Frank Clark was accused, and I believe, allegedly abused a woman. Right, got trapped by the Seahawks. And when he got drafted, right, there's, as I follow a bunch of groups, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that was said. And he went out there and he did his little, he did his thing, saying, you know, and he went and he did his support groups and stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. They were not saying, if you make that mistake, right, you're, you're going to be disrespected. But then make it better so that you can teach other people that this isn't right. Yeah. You know? Stand up for what you've done. Own up to it. I mean, yeah. That's all. I mean, saying. look at. I mean, and NFL players have always been given a pass for the longest time. Not more. Nope, not anymore. Right, Major League Baseball players, not as much. Hockey players, definitely not. But now basketball players are again. I mean, the NBA should come down on JA and say, you know what, you're done. You're suspended. I mean, is that not a detrimental to the shield? I mean, to the logo? Yeah. Right? And you're sitting there going, wow, what, are you going to be the thug league now? You're going to take over in the NFL? As much as we hate Roger Goodell? Well, we're talking I mean, Camaro's against... Yes. Job but, I mean, we, we hate Goodell. Right. What's that? No, John yeah, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. 
because Silverman's not going to do nothing, but Goodell would have him suspended. He would put him on the commissioner list, say you're suspended. Baseball, commissioner list. Hockey, commissioner list. Basketball, eh, go show your gun. Do your thing. You know, where's Silverman in this whole situation? Nowhere to be found. Right? Haven't even, they haven't even released a statement on it. Uh, let me see if they... I'm, I'm just checking to see And, if they and you know what the worst part is? Nike has said they will stand by them, by him. Nike's like, oh, he made a mistake. Okay, we do have a couple of statements. The first one is from spokesman Mike Bass of the NBA, who said, We are aware of a social media post involving, involving John Morant and are investigating. Morant released a statement of his own Saturday. Reads as follows. I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Everybody gets a second chance. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not right? saying I'm not giving him a second chance. I'm definitely giving him a second chance. But you can't do this. You cannot do this. Yep. But did Silverman release, I mean, Batman released a statement? Goodell released a statement? Mad Fraud releases a statement. I just think basketball's in a bad place. I mean, athletically, or athletic-wise... I mean, they're very good. They're in a very good state. Yes. But as oh, far course, as man. outside the court, it's not good. But how good is basketball when a G-leaguer wins a dunk contest? Right? Good point. <laughs> you know. I mean, and I saw, you know, I like to watch the dunk show because it's great, right? I watched it since the days of Vince Carter. Michael Jordan, did you know LeBron has never done a dunk contest? And how long have they been asking him to do that for? Years. Yeah. Why not, you know, you're talking about growing it, you grow it that way. You got millions of fans, grow it, do something. But this year, a G-leaguer won it. And then you got people, oh, they shouldn't be invited. Why not? The guy destroyed the professionals. And now people are signing up to watch them play as they go on their tour, their their regular season. You know, promote that. At the same part, take a hard stance on some stuff. Basketball. Look, enough's enough. I mean, we barely watch it, but you know, we we always will pick up on the bad stories of basketball. What's the good feel stories? See, the problem, the problem with the NBA is they're two-faced. What I mean by that 
is they do, you know, the, the, the things about everyone should go vote, Black Lives Matter, women's rights. Yep. But then... Screw China. Screw China. Oh, well, but see, that's where the other part comes in. Is like, yeah. oh, well, we got to get our money from the Chinese. Our players could go out and, you know, show guns on, you know, on social media. You, you can't be both ways. It has to be nope. one or the other. That's why that, that one player is no longer in the NBA because he took a stand against the Chinese and the NBA support of China. Yep. So that, that that's why I can't take the NBA. Like as much as I want to give them a chance and watch their games, I just can't because it's not the NBA that we grew up on. It's because no. it's not. It just isn't anymore. And if the you guys best want part to, of the NBA talent, support, oh, the talent is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Yes, the talent is fantastic. It's just you can't be hypocritical. Is where I'm going at. If you're gonna be like, yeah. if you're gonna be like, go vote, Black Lives Matter, all that, and then also be like, oh. The Chinese, we support China and the Chinese and, you know, you can't do that. If you guys want to argue that with us, go right ahead. We have a Facebook group. Go, go right ahead. That's all I'm going to say. You can DM me. I mean, I've got Twitter. I mean, I've got some bad tweets in the last few weeks, but especially last night after I bashed the Leafs. It was great. Still funny. You know. <laughs> all right. Um, but I will. But before we. But before we move on, I will say one thing about basketball. I mean, it is elite talent to play the game, to do your thing. I mean, we watch. But me and you, we watch the greats. Yeah, we watch Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Thomas, Magic Johnson. Like Kobe, those were Shaq. basketball players. Yep. Tim Duncan. You know, David Robinson. Well, even Norwitzki, all those guys that play the game the way the game was played. You know, and we're not dissing the talent. Oh, no. We're dissing no, 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 the no, work. No, 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 no. The we work. never diss their abilities. No. And we love Charles Barkley. You know, Patrick Ewing, John Stockton, Steve Nash, all those guys. But today's basketball could not compete with old-time basketball. No. You know, where other sports, they would probably destroy the old-timers. Not in basketball. And that's sad. If you want proof of our argument, all you need to see is the video from a month month and a half ago when LeBron James was playing the Celtics... Missed the shot, game went to overtime, and he's throwing the biggest hissy fit, a temper tantrum, because he was fouled. And, and he was fouled. I saw it. It looked like he was fouled. But oh, his, it was a foul, straight up. But his reaction says it all. They, yeah. he, they can't hang with the players of the past. They just cannot. Physically, they may be better. 
physically they may be better. Mentally, it's the weakest I think it's ever been. Yep. And it has. And it's sad. I mean, we get the we get the NCAA March Madness where kids ball out. Followed by what? Nobody balling out in the in the NBA. Nobody. Well, I will save my All other right. card for the uh for next year. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're going to put them up there because you swore, but it was basketball-related. We're going to see if you get a pass on the poll. Okay. All right. But you, you know, guys have to hear I mean, it first. You have to hear it first before you can yeah. ju- pass judgment on me. So, yes. Yeah. And right. I swore because of the child abuser, and that's – we give that one a pass because, you know, we do not respect anyone for that does that. No. You know. I mean – no, I'm not. Anyway. All right. So, really the main reason we're doing this show today, because, well, besides the fact that we haven't done it in a while, JC has wanted to talk about, for the longest time, the new pitch clock rule in Major League Baseball. We're about... How many weeks into the uh, into spring training? Two weeks almost? We are now just one week. Has it been a week? I thought it was a little more. Oh, well. Well, now it's eight days as of today. Okay, so yeah, we'll go a week. We'll go a week. Um, I'm, I'm always interested in hearing what my Canadian brother has to say on certain stuff. But this one in particular, I am really interested in because I don't know if he's going to agree with me or not on what I feel about it. So so you gave me the floor a few minutes ago. I'm giving you the floor. All right. Well, before I get the floor, I got to go grab a Canadian beer. <laughs> the sand, the Canadian snow... I stop because, you know, I'm going to say something. That's how much he cares about you guys, you know, baseball players. He's getting a Canadian beer. I would have never done I mean, that to you. I'd have gone right into the point. I love baseball. I love baseball. I mean, that's the one sport I've always respected. I've always loved. I watch. I sign up for the MLB TV for half the price this year because I'm part of the MLB PA fan alumni. I still got it. Which means I got 7,000 minor league games as well. So I can watch all the prospects. And I'll watch because I love that much. The bigger bases do not like. It takes away. I mean, could you imagine Ricky Henderson with bigger bases? Man, the guy would have stole 5,000 bases. All you do is bunt. He's on first base. Next thing you know, he's at home. The shift. Do not like the shift. You know, let's play baseball the way baseball is meant. Two guys on the right side, two guys on the left side. I see Boston's already manipulated, which will get changed probably in the offseason. But, I mean, Joey Gallo's got to learn how to hit to uh, to left field. But the pitch clock. The pitch clock. I love the pitch clock for one reason, one reason only. I come home from work. 
I got two and a half hours before I go to bed. I want to watch a quick baseball game. There's no thinking in baseball. Pitch the ball. Some of the best pitchers have never sat there and thought about through over 15 times the first base they pitched. Greg Maddox. Mark Burley was one of the greatest guys who whoever pitched who was quick. You know what? You think about it, you throw, you're going you're gonna to miss. Just throw the ball. Batters, get in the box. I don't need to sit there and get your little gloves all wrapped up and, you know, eh, whatever. You can play. That's the best thing about baseball is they, the way they kind of adjust their junk, whatever. Hey, good, good for you. Man, we all do it. And ball. Get in the box, hit the ball. Right? Less thinking means more action. It has always been that way in life as humans. You don't think about it. You get in there. You do what you do. We're getting more excitement. Yeah, I don't like the big bases, but you know what? We're getting more excited there. We're getting more excitement on the shift. Guys are going to learn how to hit. The pitch clock, you're going on it. Max Scherzer, you tried it. You got called for two quick pitches, which is fine, right? You have to wait for the batter to also be ready to go. Mm-hmm. You have up to eight seconds. But I will say something. It, this is definitely, I mean, with our youth today, we're talking about generational stuff on this podcast because they get bored or they get, I mean, I could sit there and watch a three and a half baseball game. I could tell you everything you want to do. I'll even keep stats or stuff. That's who I am. You know, that's who my dad is. We talk about baseball. When I was in Seattle a few years ago, there's a pop fly that was missed by the catcher by Seattle. The Blue Jays of and Arncarnacion and Donaldson and I'm scoring like five, six runs in that inning. And I said, it's because of that drop ball. And the guy looked at me and says, man, you know more baseball than most Americans. I said, yeah, I live this. I love it, man. I love the fact that baseball's going on. Love the pitch clock. Bases, we'll see what happens. More excitement, but, you know, they're given. Eh, and I will say something also. See, I'm not going to use my swear card because that's come World Series time. But the pickoff move for two of them, you can only throw over two times. I don't know if I like that. Because you throw over two times, the third time you have to throw over, it's got, he's got to be out or he gets to the second base. I mean, the guy could be halfway through second. That one I do not like. Okay. Well, I don't really know much about that rule, so I'm not going to say anything on that. But I do want to talk about the other three. As far as the bases go, honestly, I don't mind it. And the only reason I say that I don't mind it is because I haven't seen much of an effect that the bases have done anything at all to this point. Although this is spring training. We'll see when we get into, you know, May, June, July, you know, that first half of the season. And then, you know, maybe I'll have an idea of that. So here's before we go on, I'll, okay. I'll tell you something. So the only close place we have for at first base last year, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll get that this year. Maybe not. You're telling me my... My first baseman can now stretch out an extra three inches. Because you're always taught to hit the middle of the bag when you run. All right. Now the shift. The shift has been banned. We know that. However, the twins did find a little, you know, wrinkle in the rule. 
and I and I saw the picture, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And did I not call it? You did. You did. As soon as they brought out that rule, I said, "Oh, guess what? That left fielder's going over to right. The left handed hitters. And third baseman's going to play back on the field." But Go here's, ahead. But, but but here's the thing. The rule states that you have to have two players on each side on the infield. There are two players on the on the side in the infield. That particular yep. outfielder is still in the outfield. So they are not breaking the rule. That I do not have a problem with. We'll see if a lot of it happens as the season goes on, but for right now, I do not have a problem with it. And I'll tell you why no. I don't have a problem. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me tell you why I don't have a problem with it. Let's say you have, you know, a left-handed batter going up, and you got the, you know, the left fielder closer. What if it's not a grounder? He could hit that ball like halfway towards left field, it could go to the warning track. That guy could get a double because the left fielder is so far away or vice versa. Right-handed batter, right fielder. He hits the ball, you know, that far away. He could get another double there. So my saying is while it's a good idea, it could come back to bite you. So as of right now, I don't have a problem with it. Will I, you know, if other teams do it during the season, eh, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, go ahead, JC. All right, so I'm going to – in the history of baseball, have you ever seen a right-handed – with the right-handed batter, like, say, Flotty or Trey Turner or Mike Trout, have you ever seen them load up on the right side of the field or left side of the field? The shortstop, third base, and all that. No, you haven't. But also with the pitch clock, that guy's got to run over, be positioned, ready to go. Is he going to be able to do that? You know, the young can call time, but they're not going to call time this year. They've been told, no, you can't. You can call time and you get a bug in your eye or dirt or whatever, right? Or a pitcher has something. But to me... I'm an old traditional baseball fan. Okay. Right? I mean, the left-handed shift has always been there. It's always been there. We always shift. I mean, when you play balls, you've always shift. But what they're doing lately was just like, okay. But the baseball players also have to respect the fact that hit it that way. All Joey Gallows do is just pop it over the third baseman's head, and you can run for miles. You do that three or four times, they're not shifting on you. It's called adaptation. Now, with the pitch clock, like I said, I like it, right? Two and a half hours, you're out. Now, is it going to feel rushed? I mean, I don't go to a lot of Major League Baseball games. So, I can't, I mean, on TV, right? I mean, I got a beer fridge right beside me. But if you're a fan and you need to get a beer between the inning. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, let me talk about the, the pitch clock. Because, honestly, 
I did not expect the reaction that you gave. I really wasn't. <laughs> you thought and I'd be against it. I really was. I thought for sure you would be against it. Now, for me, I don't mind it. I am on the same boat with you. I like this because you you don't have the amount of time, you know, the pitcher would normally have to get prepared. Like yesterday. Uh, yesterday's a perfect example. I'm watching a, a, a spring training game, Pirates and Phillies. Uh, the batter gets the first base. So, yeah, so the pitcher has 30 seconds, you know, before he's allowed to throw a pitch. Well, he didn't throw a pitch in 30 seconds. So the batter automatically got a ball. So he's already up 1-0 on the pitcher. That's the thing that I think is going to be so interesting is how many people are going to forget there's a clock and they have to get ready to throw a pitch. That's going to be so interesting. And then where I think a pitcher does have an advantage is when he does have a base runner on first or second or third, he gets an additional five seconds to get ready to throw a pitch. No, I don't hear many people talking about that. That pitcher gets an additional five seconds to get ready to throw a pitch. Yep. Yep. So for me right now, I like the pitch clock. It's shown already. The games are going quick which I know has been the biggest complaint of just about everybody. I never really cared. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we we don't mind because you always have a nap between the fourth and fifth, sixth inning. You wake up, baseball's still on. Now, there is no napping around baseball. You know, it's in and out. They want action. You're going to get action. Mm-hmm. But have we... Are we at that place now in our generation where you can't actually enjoy the game? Or we want everyone says slow down, slow down, slow down, but baseball speed up, speed up, speed up. Right. You know, I mean, I was at Seattle in the in T-Mobile's beautiful stadium. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew that I could run over there, grab a a big ass beer, come back. And sit there and watch the next pitch in the next inning. Now, I got to run up, get two beers, go back down. So that way I don't miss the action. Now, I mean, we're all about action on sports. Yeah. Right? But has it been too much to put three different rules in this year all of a sudden? And how will that affect baseball? I want your opinion on how that will affect baseball with three new rules. Well, I mean, obviously, right off the bat, I'll go with the with the pitch count or with, with the clock. Yep. It's making the game go quicker there. And it's also, in a way, kind of helping the pitcher because if he's out there a long time, you know, an injury could come up 
and it could be because he's out there a long time and he's taking too long. Like I said, with the bases, I don't really know at this point in time. It's too early to tell, I think. The shift for the little number of games that I've seen, and I know it's only been a week, has been good because we don't have to worry about three people being on one side of the field and one being on the other. Will other teams find that, you know, what the Twins found? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But so far, you know, as as far as spring training games go, they've worked. Let's see how they are a month into the season. That's where it's going to be important. Because if it's like this in April, like it is in March, and I'm saying the end of April. I'm not saying April 5th, because that's the first week of the season. Yeah. If it's yeah. the same way the end of April as it is right now, then baseball's in a good position. Yeah. Two and a half hours, you're in and out, and you're done. You know? That's what we want. Yes, speed it up. I mean, you know, there's a video on Twitter, and I I will share it to the old uh, tour group, where one guy threw one pitch in a minute 48, the other guy finished off happening to the pitch clock. You know? And as humans, we don't need to think. Throw. Hit. Play the game. That's all you got to do. What are you going to think about? Oh, he throws me a curve or he does this. Nah, get in the box. You know what, what spin's coming at you. This is a tight slider. We know what you're going to throw. Hit it. Right? And if you're the pitcher, you know what you want to do. And they got pitch calm now. Done. Right? Yeah. And the shortstop and the second baseman in the center field needs to know. Left field doesn't need to know what's going, if it's fastball or not. Right? Third baseman has to be awake. But that's, you know, and that's what I mean. You see how baseball is trying to get to a good place? And I'll bring it up. Basketball wants to go to, a, to number four. Because if baseball can speed it up, baseball will take over number three for that spot. And I'll put hockey, or put football, sorry, hockey, then baseball. No, we'll, we'll just have to see how things go. I mean, it's it's a new thing, but we do have a long way to go. Yeah. And we know we're doing our baseball show. I, I have a turnaround coming up here in April, so we'll do it before. I'll be leaving two weeks, hopefully. I've been researching. I'll be writing a bunch of articles about the divisions. I'll be posting it. Yep, we'll see if we get any of them right. I, I know you're not jumping on the Blue Jays bandwagon this year. Uh, no. They had their chance. <laughs> As you said last year, like, don't let me down. They let us down. But, you know, we'll, we'll just, just have to see how things go. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about something. Yeah, go right ahead. I want to talk about, I want to talk about golf. 
Okay. I think I know. And I want to talk about the the fact that you know the PGA versus the dirty money. I'm not going to pronounce her name because of the fact that we as on a free side of the world have seen what the Saudis have done. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we talked about on the show about women not being treated right. The Saudis have never treated their women right. Mm-hmm. Yet all these golfers are going over there and Phil Mickelson and Patrick Reed I've been speaking up and stuff. I'm like, with no cut tournaments, doing your thing. You play what every couple of weeks. You play golf every weekend to be better. You know, it's not like you could be off for two weeks for hockey because you have a groin injury. Come back, you score three goals. Right? Golf is a different sport. I'm gonna say this right now, and. You know what? You know what? I probably will use my swear card today. Yeah. And I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna smell the fresh Canadian air. Oh God. You know where my Canadian wife is sitting here, because we respect all women in Canada. You know, respect all women in America. We respect women in Mexico. Yet. These golfers decided to go join this tour that their oil is dirty, their women can't vote, can't drive, can't do nothing, and we have to try to respect it. I cannot do it. I mean, I respect Tiger Woods more today. I respect Roy McIlroy more today. I respect all of them who sat there for the PGA trying to make it better, and they said next year they're going to go to no-cut tournaments. And all of a sudden, all the, all the that that tour is going to sit there. And go wow! Now you're just copying us. Yeah, that's what we do. You know, because if you want to go against the best of the best, you play against the best of the best. And I will say this right now: Rory McIlroy, who I've always respected as a golfer. Man, I watch golf every Sunday. You know, I sit in my chair, watch it, drink some beers. What you've done and tried to sit there and go and push the uh, push the envelope, I love it. You tell them motherfuckers to go kiss our ass because of it. You know, you guys have respect. And now you have respect from us as golf fans for what you've done. And if you are the other golf industry in the league that you want to promote yourself, why did you not sign John Daly? He phoned him. He wanted to go part of the tour. He said, no, we're not taking you. Why would you not take John Daly? You know, you got Greg Norman, the shark, no more the shark, because you know what? I think he's a, he's a bloodsucker. I mean, you thought you could ruin the PGA? They decide they're going to come up with Tiger Woods. I mean, Tiger Woods has stepped up and said, you know what, this is what we have to do. And that's good for the rest of them, right? Mm-hmm. Also believe partici- sorry, the participation. participation medal. Yes. See, I'm getting fired up on it. Off over golf. 
But that's what that league is. Oh, did you see what they did in their first turn? There's a guy who was plus 25. Mm, and he got paid for it. Yes. Maybe I you know, you know, how do we as, do we as a society, society decide that, decide that even though we fail, we will succeed. We will succeed. No! no! We can't do that. And this league will fold. And the PJ will still be good because of the fact that, you know what? You need to do something. You need to come out of your A game all the time. Is that not part of sports? Is that not why we play sports? Is to be the A part of it? Yes, it is. And that's why I swore, because you know what? I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of Oh, I'm going over there. And, I, and what I'm really tired of is these, and I'll say it again, these motherfuckers who are sitting there going, well, we want to make golf better. Fuck you. You're out for the money. Just say it. Yes, the money's great. I can respect it. You can respect it. All our listeners can respect it. But don't lie to me. We're not stupid. Oh, it pisses me off. Oh, my goodness. There, I almost used all my smart cards for golf. For golf. Ladies and gentlemen, for golf. You know, we got a good thing going. That's fantastic. I can't add anything else to that. (laughs) I think that's where we're going to end our show for this week. You can follow the show on Twitter, JC Bill Sportcast. Join our Facebook group, the JC and Bill Sportscast, where I'm sure sometime this week we will put up our NCAA tournament pools for both us so you guys can figure out which country you want to try to be the best in. Yeah. Um Thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you for us or thank you to you guys for listening to us banter and complain today. And we'll talk to you all next time here on the JC and Bill Sportscast. Enjoy the snow. Drink some beers. It's a fun day Sunday. It's a fun day Sunday.